Welcome to Doctor Who on the Rocks, a podcast where we drink whiskey, discuss the longest running show in science fiction, and arbitrarily assign points to find out who really is the best doctor. I'm Diana, and I've seen it all. And I'm Jen. I've seen nothing. This week, it's the first Doctor Discourse, part two. Booyah! But first, we don't have a whiskey of the week because we're drinking Houston beer. Yeah, sorry for the uh, program change here, guys. <laughs> yeah, um, we are chatting about old episodes, so I don't think it deserves a new whiskey. <laughs> wow! <laughs> I mean, it's it's just it's just nice having new whiskey. A change of pace, new yeah. Episode. And now, the point is, we're drinking, okay? And that's not a soda. No, this is um, Buffalo Bayou Brewing Company Wake and Bake. A perky blonde with coffee. Also, just perky blonde, that description... It makes me slightly uncomfortable. Uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, it makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. But yeah. you know what? Um, I also like it how it seems to have Oz in a, the coffee right, cup. Right. Right. Like I'm, like I'm not sure like why it needed to be green unless it's because we're referencing the Wake and Bake. Maybe. I really appreciate the fact that even with a non-whiskey product, we're still here <laughs> critiquing <laughs> Talking its Talking about can. it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, if you ever want to coffee and a beer in the morning or whenever uh buffalo bayou i don't know if i like this anymore yeah um come in oh come and it says come and crush it but it's with the gun spin on uh come and take it yeah uh it is a pretty good beer i like the little coffee bit yeah i like coffee and stuff because i think it tastes like chocolate Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i don't know if there's like a strong like i don't know what that connection is in your brain but i've but it always kind of tastes like chocolate to me. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I also like that. sneaky caffeine. Mm-hmm. Caffeine in anything. I'll take okay. caffeine straight up. Yeah, ever since Four loco, I will not agree with that. <laughs> We're not really here for the alcohol this week. No. It's a side gig. We're going to talk about some Doctor Who. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So last week, two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. We talked about our, all of our episodes that we had ranked as neat. So for round two, we have in our first showdown, mm-hmm. the Keys of Marinus versus the Tenth Planet. Now, Jen, I know this might seem surprising, but I can't really remember what happened in those episodes. Yeah, neither could I until I read the synopsis. <laughs> sure. Would you like to uh, give us a brief rundown of these two neat episodes? Sure. Let's start with the Keys of Marinus. All right. You ready for All right. <laughs> okay. TARDIS gang lands on a glass island with a sea of acid. Susan loses a shoe to the acid. Traveling ensues. To find the Keys of Marinus, to avoid the satanic looking peeps from mind-fucking everyone. I got it, right? Yeah. Susan's always <laughs> losing that shoe. And that's the keys of Marinus, folks. Traveling in suits. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> Great. What about the 10th planet? 10th planet. TARDIS gang lands in a very fucking cold place. Yeah, super cold. Gravity gets fucked, and we are met with a twin planet to Earth filled with glorified tin men. We say goodbye to the doctor and hello, priest hair. And hello, priest hair. Mm-hmm. I almost take it a little personal. Like this, I remember like more than like glorified gentlemen, but like it's okay. I mean, I'm, I'm like, just reducing it, but yes. I mean, that's fair. <laughs> they were really like kind of like silver painted socks <laughs> in in terms of what they were actually wearing yeah. in a cardboard box. Ah, God bless the Cybermen. <laughs> I do love them. Okay, so. Uh, how did you feel about these two episodes? Well, the Keys of Meredith I remember enjoying, mm-hmm. mostly because of the traveling aspect. Yeah. And with the 10th, but if I had to put it up against the 10th planet, yeah. 
Cybermen versus the Vords. Yep. Satanic Gimp looking suits. people versus the Tin Men. But the Tin Men were evil as shit because they still had like human sensibilities. They yeah. just replaced their body parts with machinery. And had no empathy. And had no empathy. Yeah. Right. Which that is fucking scary to me. It's terrifying. if you are a piece of equipment, mach- yeah. machinery at this point, yeah. that... It's like a... It's like a... Fox News correspondent. Oh, Jesus. Fuck you, Tim. What is it? Tucker. Tin Man. No, don't know. That's rude to the Cybermen. <laughs> I don't want to say that to the Cybermen. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, Tucker Carlson. Uh, anyways, but for me, uh, the when I put these two together, mm-hmm. I felt like the 10th planet had more of like the action. Yeah. And the 10th planet, too, had the goodbye Right. portion of it so in my opinion it kind of trumps this one it, it's tough when it does have that goodbye aspect that gives mm-hmm. so much weight to it mm-hmm. um and i think that this is you know they're only going to get it's only going to get harder right. from here because now we're really at these, this point where like the keys of marinus is really fucking good it is the I 10th planet it. is incredible and they both pull on two very different motifs in terms of like science fiction and everything um and so narrowing it down to you know it's why i said from the very beginning that this was subjective because mm-hmm. especially once we get to this point it's even more subjective right you know we might have named them neat in the beginning for whatever reasons mm-hmm. but now when it's keys of marinus versus 10th planet mm-hmm. i probably i know i picked the 10th planet neat. i probably picked keys of marinus because it strikes me as a very diane-ish episode mm-hmm. but like together which one's really better? Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Should we find out? Yeah. Are you ready? Let's see. What did, oh. the, what, what did the poll say? So, both of us voted for the 10th planet. Perf. 10th planet, which means that we don't necessarily have to go to the Instagram vote, but would you like to know what Instagram yeah. voted? What did the people say? Um, I would let you know that it was a really good thing I was having to work all day today and like really work and mm-hmm. not be in training like I have been because otherwise I would have sat and watched this poll all day because mm. I was fascinated. I might just do these random polls every once in a while. You'll never know what they're for. I'm just interested in how y'all vote. So Instagram, it was a tie. Wow. I mean, I can get that. Right. Both are, I, for me, the only thing that pushed the 10th planet over the edge was the, the goodbye, goodbye piece. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's... But not just any goodbye, the doctor's goodbye. Right. Yeah, I was, I, I'm actually really glad that you picked the 10th planet because I didn't even know what we were going to do mm-hmm. if you picked the keys of Marinus and they got a tie. I think we would have well, to have gone. to flip the coin. We would have gone to a coin flip. Perfect. We didn't have Tenth to planet. cross that bridge today. No. I was very excited. Okay, so the 10th planet is moving into round three. So for round two. You ready? Right. Let's do it. Gosh, Jen, it's like I I fell and I hit my head and I just don't have any memories of the past uh, year and a half. Can you remind me what the time meddler and the Daleks are about? Sure. Time meddler. (laughs) The doctor... Vicky the Quen and annoying ass Stephen arrive on the eve of colonization. Ooh. A monk is not being very monkly mm. and is fucking shit up. The gang and audience learns a little more about the doctor and his species. Hint, hint, there are more folks like the doctor. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, also it took place in 1066 and uh, there's a whole. Also, and, 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 and. Colonization. And- <laughs> Oh, yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's one branch of it. It's white folks colonizing white folks, but it's still colonization. colonization. Uh, Eradication of a culture. We also have an appearance of cavewoman lady in terms of one of the Anglo-Saxons, remember? That's right. Wearing the same wig. Better roll, though. Such a fucking terrible wig. Yeah, you know, it served her well for two years. (laughs) 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 Now, the Daleks? Yeah. The Daleks. All right. When I refer to the OG gang, I mean Susan, the Doctor, Ian, and Barbs. Correct. That is the OGs. Yeah. So the OG gang lands on a planet and encounter metal toilet 
plunger-carrying sociopaths bent on killing Erbot it. Erbot it. We met the Thals, a peaceful people that Susan convinces to stop getting fucked. Our notorious villains are beat by disconnecting the planet from Wi-Fi. Hmm. Nice. So how do we feel about these two episodes? These were both very impactful for uh, very different reasons, I think. I mean, I really, like I told you, I, I, my, the time meddler for me just didn't do it. Hmm. I mean, I think it, it's, whenever we talk about the conquest and that mm-hmm. whole area, I like, my yeah. eyes gloss over. <laughs> I think you liked it more in the moment because it was kind of that first flush of like, ooh, more context. Well, I liked it because, yeah, the context portion. And I think mm-hmm. that that definitely ups it in mm-hmm. my book because of the context it provides. Mm-hmm. But the story itself, I mean, it is a historical. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily enjoy learning about this time period just because sure. it, it's just so fucked that I'm like, okay, yeah. I don't yeah, know yeah, yeah. about them. But um, the Daleks... This is the first encounter that we have was, to yeah. a notorious villain mm-hmm. that is has stayed with us. Mm-hmm. The Daleks, this first episode will always have a special place because it does introduce us to the world of the one villain, the, mm-hmm. well, the one group of villains, because mm-hmm. there are multiple, that are going to take us yeah, through. Yeah, but it's the Daleks. Mm-hmm. I, I want to, at some point... When we get a little bit further into this, I think, because I because I think it would be entertaining now. I think it will be even more entertaining in a couple of seasons. Mm-hmm. We're gonna have to go back and listen, and maybe we'll do like a special or something where we react to that Dalek episode mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because that was the episode where we went, oh fuck. <laughs> You know, the Planet of Giants was like definitely a big marker for mm-hmm, us, mm-hmm. but Daleks was the first window mm-hmm. into how very opposite we could see these episodes. Right. And it would all, it'll always be interesting, even if we don't go back and like sit down and watch the episode, you know, do a recap, like a 15 minute, this is what happened in the episode kind of a thing, and then go back and listen to that because it, it would just be interesting now that you have more context for the Daleks. Because you were so flippant about these motherfuckers in that first episode and meeting them. You were like, they're not the problem. Look at this fucking doctor. Fuck the doctor. The doctor was an asshole. He was an asshole, but he wasn't like a Nazi. That's true. I'll, I'll take that. I, I'm not even going to push even further. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll, I'll take that and I'm going to run with it. So do you want to find out how we all voted? Yeah. Guys, I'm so nervous. The Daleks. Go see with that one. <laughs> the Daleks. Nice. So we definitely agreed. Yeah. Which was the reason I was so terrified is because Instagram came up with another fucking tie. Oh, Jesus. See, I would never choose the time meddler over I any other so episode. I was so surprised. This is why I'm like, honestly, this is why I'm so excited to talk, almost to talk about the Instagram votes more yeah. than anything else. Yeah. Because I kept, I thought when I laid this out and saw that the time meddler was going up against the Daleks, I was like, oh, there's no fucking way. Poor time meddler. Mm-hmm. A tie? A tie. Right. That's incredible. I would love for the folks who were vote, who voted for the time meddler to DM us or email us with like why over the why Daleks. over the dollar because like I'm here with you that the time meddler is super neat, mm-hmm. but like it's the Daleks first showing and I just don't know that the time meddler is strong enough because like you said the the actual plot mm-hmm. of the time meddler the 1066 and all that could have been done stronger way better yeah and mm-hmm. if that had been done stronger uh well we probably would have seen more of the time meddler but um right. like i didn't realize the time period that we were in like yeah. it just wasn't that obvious to me yeah uh also as someone who has not studied the fact that you never talk about every time right. i have to be like also like 1066 and the viking invasion and you're like yeah. oh yeah that thing that thing that happened right yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. all right well thank Frickin 
Thank you for. I'm so glad we agreed because I really don't know what I would be doing. Like uh, I said, regarding the time the meddler. Time. Unless there was a shittier episode that it would go against, mm-hmm. I'm not choosing the time meddler. If the time meddler had been up against in this in round two, I would have a harder time if it was up against the keys of Marinus. Yeah, and the chase, it would win against the chase for me. Really? Yeah. I think that I would pick the chase over it. Well, actually, the chase. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Depends I would be. It would be a real tough choice between the chase and the time meddler. Depends on how I feel. I, I, they're both kind of the same to me. They're yeah. kind of just like eh, yeah. episodes yeah. for me. But maybe the time meddler would win over that one because of the fact that we were given more context. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. I think that would have been a really interesting the saving grace choice. That mm-hmm. would have been a harder one. Okay, so Jen, you know, we have had a lot of alcohol this year. We drink a lot. Mm-hmm. And sometimes a side effect of drinking a lot um, is blacking out. Blacking out. And, uh, you know, I just. Which we've done a couple cannot... times. <laughs> so sometimes we black out, right? That's the side effect of a lot of real good whiskey. And so, gosh, Jen, I just cannot, for the life of me, I cannot remember. Anything about the war machines or the Dalek invasion of Earth. We know that's a fucking lie, but we're going to go ahead. (laughs) I have no memory. So can you enlighten me on what these two episodes were about? Sure. The war machines. The doctor, annoying ass Dodo, land in 1966 London. We meet badass Polly and our dedicated seaman, Ben. <laughs> he said seaman. Yup. Ha <laughs> pun. Just kidding. The invention of the computer gave way to our baddie Wotan, who gives two shits about humans and treats us like peasants. Polly and Ben try to be good humans and return the keys to the doctor, and now they are kidnapped and stuck time traveling. Yeah. Oh, wow. It all came back to me. Like, boop. <laughs> Just that one. But I still can't remember anything about the Dalek invasion of Earth. The Dalek invasion of Earth. OG gang lands in London. And oh, look, dead bodies in the river. (laughs) Ah, fuck. The Daleks have landed on Earth. Now, humans are slaves to toilet plungers. The gang saves the day. And oh, the Daleks are murked by a volcanic eruption. Susan gets left with a rando with no shoes. With one shoe. Yeah, there's basically no shoes. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So how'd you feel about those two? Wotan is a shit. Wotan? Yeah. Um, I've had it confirmed that every podcast makes that joke, by the way. <laughs> Wotan clan and nothing to fuck with. Not at all. Yeah. yeah neither is Wotan. <laughs> and unless Wu-Tan. you're the doctor. Yeah. Yeah, unless you're the doctor. You can uh, get a hold of the mechanics and rewire the shit. Yeah. But, you know. Yeah, well, I feel like the Dalek invasion of Earth, the one, the thing that fucks with it a lot for me is the fact of how they get rid of Susan. <sighs> yeah. I felt like she deserved better. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, as annoying as she was throughout the scene, you know, comparing her to the pilot episode mm-hmm. and then just having, you know, for the fact that the doctor was so protective of her and was like, this is my fucking granddaughter. The fact that you just decide to leave her after the fucking Daleks have marked everyone in yeah. London and you want to leave her with some rando that she's met for five minutes. Like do a background check, yo. You know, at least find out like, is she safe? Is this guy okay? Has he made mistakes and made up for them? What's up? Yeah. Like, Did what's they, up? Like you have a house? Like, I get that, like, not a lot of people have houses. Like, it's a war-torn London, but do you, is he, like, are we working on nothing? Are you leaving her with absolutely nothing when you have a TARDIS full of something? Right. Or does this guy have, like, some stuff to, like, he can, like, offer Susan? Right. So it justifies, like, not feeling like he can give her anything, even though, like, you should still, like, let her take a suitcase. Like, some of that shit's hers. What did she bring on to the TARDIS? Why did she get to take any stuff right. off? Right. Right. Could she have a clean pair of underwear, please? At least. A f- one spare pair. Like a pair of socks. Something. Like I'm talking like maybe like, you know, some hygiene a products. <laughs> you know, a Something. toothbrush. I don't know. Yeah. It, it was just such a, 
for all the ruckus that he made about Susan yeah. and even just the heartfelt moment that he had about just like, oh my God, my granddaughter. <laughs> you really fucked her. Yeah, he really did. He really fucked her. And it's crazy to me because I am so strongly passionate about the fact that like, fuck him for fucking her off like that. Uh, woo, that was a weird sentence for a family. Um, <laughs> I really, but like that is part of one of the big pitfalls for the first stuff. Like honestly, one of his worst moments for me as the first doctor is um, regardless on whether it's like just what he chooses in this life or that he's so afraid of emotion. However, whatever way you want to headcanon it Mm -hmm. for the first, for this doctor's choice to do this to this person, Mm -hmm. especially with the connection that they had makes him a shitty person. Like more than anything else, like this is his shittiest moment. Right. And because it's his shittiest moment, I also think that that's why this story is in this bracketing, Mm -hmm. you know, because the doctor is a fallible organism. He is not God. Mm-hmm. He's not perfect. Mm-hmm. And I like that we're already, that even in the first doctor, where we don't necessarily have storytelling as nuanced as we do in modern era, that we're already seeing that we're giving our main character fallibility, mm-hmm. bad moments, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I do appreciate that. Um, I also really love that speech. Mm-hmm. That speech mm-hmm. where he says goodbye to Susan. If I can just turn off the, oh, he was such a douche. The act, William Hartnell's acting can make me cry every time. Mm-hmm. I cry every time I watch that speech <laughs> because the acting is relatable mm-hmm. and like I can connect to that emotion even if I can stand back from it and go, you don't feel that way, doctor. What the fuck are you talking right. about? Go give her a shoe then. Right. Go give her some fuck. Go give her a suitcase full of her shit. Get, at give least. Give her some like bread and cheese. Something. Like so, give her some, She's something. in fucking war and torn London. <laughs> right. After this fucking toy plungers just fuck their shit. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I digress. Invasion of Earth is fascinating for me mm-hmm. for that. Mm-hmm. Um, war Machines has Wotan. Mm-hmm. And he's terrifying. Mm-hmm. So do you want to find out how we voted? I know how I voted, but how did you vote? <laughs> Doesn't it sound like there's a lot of paper there? It's just two. <laughs> All right. We have one vote for the war machines. Mm-hmm. We have another vote for the war machines. Thank God we're agreeing. What did the public say? They said the Dalek invasion of Earth. Which, as we're talking about it, I guess. I can get it. No, I totally, I I can get it. I can totally get it. It is also a Goodbye Susan episode as much as, as even though it was shitty, Mm -hmm. it's still her Goodbye episode. Yeah. I mean, it's our two Time Lord Goodbye episode. You know, it's interesting that those two ended up being against each other, that we're dealing with the goodbyes of two Mm non-human entities on our show. Mm -hmm. Um... And it, it is interesting that those ended up uh, duking it out face to face. And in terms of significance, like, you know, it's, you know, the war machines is the, t- is the, is the doctor's goodbye. And I feel like I would be interested to see if we ever found the last episode of the war machines where we have that doc, that footage, mm-hmm. the real footage of it all. Mm-hmm. Um, it'd be interesting to do this kind of a poll again and see if that kind of changes. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, interesting. I'm really gl- considering the fact that I knew that they which way they had voted. I'm really glad you voted for the War Machines because it means that all so far all of my picks We've have gone agreed. through. Yeah, all of our picks have gone through, which puts so much pressure on this next round. So you know, Jen, sometimes when you have uh, COVID, it just kind of like erases your whole brain and. <laughs> I had COVID last year at some point. <laughs> I promise that's not a lie. It'd Neither like, the symptoms. 2021. Yeah, 2021. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's totally true. You know, it's, it's, I heard it. I heard it. What on Buzzfeed, you know, you totally Such erases a your reputable whole brain. source. Yeah. It totally, it, it turns your hair purple and it, re- and it totally wipes out your whole it brain. Wrecks your shit. Yeah. You know, don't smear, don't smoke the marijuana. So I don't remember, I, you know, I don't know. So can you, 
especially this one. <laughs> so can you tell me, what, what is the Space Museum and the Chase about? Space Museum. The gang lands in my personal hell, the museum. Wow, I take that so <laughs> offensively. <laughs> the gang realizes their future is to be behind glass and to be observed. Vicky starts a revolution. The gang is saved from being museum artifacts. Must be nice. Must be nice. Because <laughs> they're white. Mm, yeah. The chase. We begin the cat and mouse game with the Daleks on the doctor's ass. They land in Mechanus. Mykonos? <laughs> Let's just say Mykonos. That's more fun. <laughs> they land in Mykonos and the Dalek slash the Mykonosians <laughs> kill themselves. Oh, no. And the crew escapes. And oh, look. Annoying ass Steven joins the gang. Oh, he does. Uh, that is mechanoids, yeah. Not the me- <laughs> mechanoids. <laughs> mechanoids, yeah. Uh, yeah, you know that this, I actually did like black that one out a little bit because like I completely forgot the Daleks are in that one. Apparently. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Woo. Okay, so uh, how did you feel about those two episodes? Well, I feel like the first sentence of my synopsis of the space museum. I'm so offended. Figures it out. And the thing is, the thing is, and I will say this, the museums I have a problem with because of how a lot of the artifacts got there. The natural history museum, that's a little bit different. I mean, like the science part of it, but still like the historical part of it is like, who the fuck did you get these from? Like, uh, at ours Mm -hmm. with permission. Oh, all of our all cool. of our things from the Paul of First Nations is um, permissions by their home cultures. That's awesome. And things, I did not know that. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. That's I'm actually really proud of it. And if there are things that are sacred enough that they're repatriated to their home nations, and there are things like peace pipes on display that were given permission, but we're told that they couldn't be shown put together, and so they are shown in their separate components mm. because people outside of the nations are not allowed to look at some things. Gotcha. And so, like, even, like, the interiors of homes, like, they have a, an example from the Pacific Northwest mm-hmm. of a home style there, mm-hmm. but it's empty because mm. if you're outside the nation, you're not allowed to look in their homes. That and is- so it's... So we just show what it looks like on the inside, but without any of the dwell, any like of the... furnishings or like art or like anything like that, because it would have been, um, outside of the, yeah. the culture's, uh, permissions. See, that's good to know because I believe it was the museum of, or maybe the contemporary museum, the museum of fine arts. That's the one that has the two, the modern side and the mm-hmm. old side, but they have the jewelry section. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, from this white guy's special collection that mm. he, like, donated. Mm. And that's why I was like, okay, how mm. did you get this shit? Mm-hmm. And how did whoever gave it to you, if you didn't get it personally, how did they get this shit? Well, it's kind of like um, there's the a family at the at our, at my museum mm-hmm. that has the um, third largest privately owned Fabergé collection in the world, mm. which... They were only able to accrue because of the slaughter of a large family. But, you know, it's interesting. They have Art. a signed photo of Anastasia. Like the real oh. Anastasia. Oh, like God. her little kid photo. Oh, my God. Are you serious? Yeah, they have um, a signed photo of uh, Tsar Nicholas as well. Oh, shit. Yeah, no, it's a very impressive collection. Um, they have an, an actual Fabergé egg, which not, not many of them were actually made. Mm-hmm. And all Fabergé eggs had a prize inside. You know, like a diamond carousel kind of right. a thing. That, those kind of prizes. Not the little prizes we get in our Not like a McDonald's toy. Egg. Right. Yeah, kind of like a chocolate egg. Except but with fancier, fancier gifts. Yeah. yeah, right, 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 right. And only the royal family actually got those. The ones with the prizes inside. Otherwise, they were like um, tree decorations. They were like this big, mm. and you would hang them on the tree. But only the royal family got the ones with the pro- that opened the ones. and had got something inside. It. And so, Tsar Nicholas was like a cousin of the queen, king, whatever of England at the time, king of England at the time. Mm-hmm. And when they escaped, they were like, "Yo, cuz, we're coming over." And he's like, "Nah, fam. Like, nah, you're not bringing that shit here." 
you can keep the you keep the Bolsheviks over there. Like we don't no 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 no. And so it's why they kind of like dispersed and they sold off all of their shit as they ran away, which is how everybody else was able to accumulate them. Mm-hmm. Um, and so King of England bought up a whole bunch of Fabergé stuff at one time. Yeah, we're not like, gonna fucking help you, but I'm gonna get, yeah. get your eggs. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. Uh, and then our family here got this egg, and about four years ago. There's like document, really good documentation of all of the stuff that was sold um, originally to the royal family. And they realized that this family has the egg and the queen has the prize inside. And so we actually, like uh, the president of the museum met with Prince, what's his face? Not Charles. Skeletor, Charles. Um, met with Prince Charles. <laughs> and so they actually met up and like signed a contract to have us be able to have this piece in our collection. It was only there for like a year. Yeah. So like, you know, oh yeah, a lot of museum stuff is kind of problematic. Yeah. My main issue with the space museum episode, I think is just the fact that it does what a lot of the museums do. It like mm-hmm. glorifies from the suffering of a lot of people. Absolutely. And I love that because museums are so like, I'm a big museum person. Like I love them. It's, I think that they are, um, one of those things that I would probably dub in the way that they are, they manifest in this world a necessary evil because they provide so much, but like mm-hmm. there are definitely are huge problematic aspects of it. And mm-hmm. I would, you know, I would be the first one to say that the Rosetta Stone doesn't need to be in the British Museum. It needs to be in the Egyptian Museum. Mm-hmm. And I, I wish that we could move into a place where it's a little bit more communal where we say, like, I'm going to let you borrow this because you're going to let me have, a, you know, uh, we're going to give you a some treasures from Egypt for your museum, for the national museum. That'd be great because you're going to also give us, you know, Anglo-Saxon stuff for our museum and have that trade of culture and heritage Mm -hmm. and let us actually respect each other instead of dominating each other, which is what colonialization used museums for in the first place. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And I hope in my lifetime, I really do get to see that true turn Mm -hmm. uh, and museums really take that turn. And, um, and honestly, places like the Houston Museum of Natural Science, where they where they are working on actually only displaying things that are approved by living cultures. That's good. Yeah. That's um, good. That's good to hear because, yeah. yeah, that's my main issue with museums. Yeah. And I don't blame you. Is at least museums. Well, no, because paintings too. Paintings could be taken from places. But yes. I think uh, it's the most prominent example that I have is just when cultural pieces, uh, material culture, material culture, material right? Culture. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, that's the part that I'm like, okay, I have a lot of questions mm-hmm. about this, especially because the relationship between, um, especially through colonization, the relationship between living cultures and cultures that are extinct, like the ancient Egyptian culture is an extinct culture. Mm-hmm. What we have in Egypt today is not the same thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the Navajo culture, which was, you know, around, maybe not quite as long, but like a long, mm-hmm. long, long, long time, is still a living culture because mm-hmm. it is still practiced today. People still speak this. People still live and breathe mm-hmm. this. From the time they're born, it's the culture they're born into, mm-hmm. which is what we, what we call a living culture. I'll actually let you borrow a book. It's called Who Owns Antiquity? And it's that whole thing of like, who owns ancient Mesopotamian culture? Gotcha. Nobody today is Mesopotamian. Right. So when That's we have Agamemnon showing up, who who owns that? Is it the people that own the land that Agamemnon owned? Mm-hmm. Even if they're not culturally related to the city, you know, because mm-hmm. we've had so much migrational patterns happening, mm-hmm. you know, what are those kind of rights? What does that look like? And that's right. always um, It's very global. It is very global. And mm-hmm. it's, you know, if global politics hasn't been an indication of how fucked and, like, cr- like crazy it yeah. is, we definitely won't get together yeah. on figuring out anytime soon, at least in the yeah. near future. The yeah. only reason the pyramids aren't in the British museums is because they couldn't fit on the truck. <sighs> I roll, I roll, I roll. But you know. So, uh, with all that being said. You know who I picked. The Space Museum or the Chase? <laughs> Obviously the Space Museum. guys let me just say since i know all what's about to come since i know what's happening right now i'm disappointed in all of you (laughs) you really let me down today i've been crying since yesterday Uh. when the first (laughs) (laughs) 
when the first votes started rolling across my Instagram desk. Um, you all. So they picked the chase too. <laughs> Shut up. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not being over dramatic. I'm not done being over dramatic. <laughs> when I say I'm disappointed in all of you, I mean, they picked against us? Oh, you almost picked the right one. No, that was the dollars. No, you picked the chase. I picked the space museum. They picked the chase five to fucking one. Ooh. And I wasn't the one. I didn't vote this time. Thank you, whoever voted. Colonization. Just kidding. No, uh, no, but it. it's also, I mean, like, look, I'm going to, I'm going to go, I'll go with the chase. Like what the fuck ever. But like, I liked the, the space museum. For all, first of all, I love that it elicits that conversation because I don't think that people people don't talk about museums all that much, and mm-hmm. I really love that conversation. But number two, Vicky incited a riot with the beatniks. That's true. Vicky came in and was like, "I speak computer. You need guns. I got you guns. Let's ha- let's trick the computer. Let's go do this. Oh, you've got cool eyebrows. Let me go help you, beatnik guy." Mm-hmm. And this is really where Vicky was like, "Raw. This is v- I, to me. This is like Vicky's best showing. She was sassy. She played around. She was serious. This is where she showed that she could barber the pants off Barbara any day of the week." And was considered of the people around her. Like, ah, this was also such a, it was such a good showing for Vicky. Mm-hmm. And this is where we got the doctor in the Dalek suit. That's true. Um, so I will be, I, I, my heart's no longer in this because the space museum is what I wanted to win, even though I knew it wouldn't make it to the finals, but the space museum is what I wanted. It would have been my number one. Of course. Yeah. Space museum is my number one. Cause it's just got so much going for it. <sighs> But I will concede that Morton Dill is still one of the best side characters of all time. So I am excited that Morton Dill is in the final. He form. made it. Looks like we made it. Okay. Thanks for having my back, community. <laughs> Look, I'm not. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be salty for about 15 minutes, but only because you did go with the war machines over the Dalek invasion of Earth. I mean, there's no real question in that. Like, honestly, when you start really nitpicking at these things, it's like, okay. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. Now that a magical amount of time has elapsed, we are going to go into the final four. You ready? Right. Let's do it. So the first part of the final four, we are talking the 10th planet and the Daleks. The showdown that everybody actually wants. You can never really get away from it in the context of Doctor Who. It's the Cybermen, the introduction of the Cybermen, and the introduction of the Daleks. And the goodbye to the first Doctor. Looking at these two very iconic episodes, Mm -hmm. uh, I even put a meme. This is the only one that I added anything extra in in the Instagram story mm-hmm. where I put a picture of Kitty from that 70s show that said, mm-hmm. Mama needs a drink. <laughs> because, like... This is almost tough. I, this, this is, is a tough, tough. This is a tough one. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the first... The Daleks is the really the first true big adventure for the OG gang mm-hmm. where we have top to bottom dealing with stuff. Mm-hmm. Barbara gets frisky with Mr. Sexy Pants. Mm-hmm. Ian loses his all of his function in his legs and can't be the hero for the first time, but he also gets inside of the Dalek, mm-hmm. which was pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, the doctor has his own his first brush with death with radiation poisoning, um, and according to Jen, is worse than Nazis. Uh, and and Susan kind of gets a little hero moment and saves everybody with the medicine. Um, and then in the 10th planet, you have the Cybermen and Ben and Polly. And it's all so fun. Like, I feel like I like the 10th planet more. Mm-hmm. But I feel like the Daleks might be more significant. Right. And that's kind of where my vote ended. Because they both have very unique beginnings and ends. Mm-hmm. Well, at least the 10th planet has a beginning and an end, mm-hmm. right? The Cybermen, mm-hmm. we're introduced to the Cybermen. And then we say goodbye to the Doctor. Yeah. Right. The Dalek episode, we're introduced to the Daleks. Yeah. And it's the first time you really see that 
rivalry that's going to keep going throughout. And there is every argument. There is ev- You can make this argument till the cows come home that there would not be Doctor Who today if the Daleks had not premiered in that second episode. Yeah. You know, it was mm-hmm. not called Who-mania. It, it was called Dalek-mania. Mm-hmm. You know, people went crazy for the Daleks, mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. necessarily for the rest of the show. Right. Um, and I, I, when I was reading, which that was so rude, but also like, okay, I get your point. When I was reading some synopsis online as I was like trying to refresh my memory mm-hmm, on these, mm-hmm. <laughs> some, I think it was like TARDIS wiki, wiki was like, this is the first time that, you know, we're, no, 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 no. yeah, yeah, but it, it was not about this one. It was about the, the boards. Mm. But it was just like, this is another attempt at trying to get like a, good baddie like the Daleks you right. know which right. I felt like every other baddie after that kind of was doing for a long time we were chasing that Dalek high mm-hmm. absolutely mm-hmm. chasing the dragon so this one was hard for me it was hard I I felt very torn yep but at the end of the day I had to go with the pop culture phenomenon so I, it should be noted, I, one of the ways that I looked at this was I said, which one do I have an action figure of? Mm-hmm. Both. <laughs> I found both on my shelf. Uh, so that was tough. Um, and I like both of them a lot. Uh, I don't really remember which one I wrote down. Mm-hmm. And I'm really nervous about it. Uh, are you ready? Yeah. This is so nerve-wracking because this is going to end up in the finals, whichever right. one. Exactly. Cybermen or Daleks. High stakes. High stakes. This is high fucking stakes, high man. High fucking stakes. So I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this very American Idol or Tyra Banks-ish. Oh, okay, fuck. you ready? Okay, we're going to stay here for three hours while yeah. we wait for the results. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it. We'll let somebody faint in the meantime and not be worried about it. So the, <laughs> so the Instagram vote mm-hmm. was a tie. Of course it was. <laughs> Fuck! You picked the 10th planet? Of course I picked the 10th planet. It's the goodbye doc- episode for the doctor, and it's the Cybermen. We're not saying goodbye to anyone here. Yeah, but it's the fucking Daleks. Yeah, but I thought the Dalek invasion of Earth was better. And apparently the chase also has Daleks. We can't have two Daleks in the finals. But this is the first time. Yeah, but we can't have Daleks be Daleks in the finals. No. Like, give them a chance. Well, let's flip the coin. Do you want to switch your vote? Go for it. Go for the 10th planet. We can't have... Look. Look, on the other side, we've got the chase and the war machines. Wow, we have all machines in the final four. That's pretty interesting. I mean, I know what my pick is going to be, so I'm not concerned about it being the Daleks versus the Daleks. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not, I forgot it was the war machine. That was Dalek invasion of Earth. It's a war machine, so it's not Daleks be Daleks anyway. So you're going to stick with the Daleks. Mm-hmm. You're not going to budge to the Doctor's Goodbye episode? I mean, I'm not... We only say we only say goodbye to the Doctor once, but we're going to see the Daleks like every fucking season. Yeah, I think I'm not, I'm not necessarily... In immersed in the the Whovian world uh, to really know whether I mean the 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 first Doctor is the first Doctor. I mean that's yeah. monumental because he's the yeah. first Doctor. But in the sense of who I see being repeated, uh-huh. it's the Daleks. Like uh, in, sure. In, in, sure. In, in in terms of like action figures, in terms of like shirts and stuff. The only uh, thing I that's see, fair. the only thing I see about the first doctor is maybe the fucking scarf, and that's not even the first doctor, right? So yeah, yeah nothing about the first doctor. Yeah, that's fair. So I'm thinking, but like in terms that's of why merchandise. I want, but that's why I would love for it to like be be the finals is because like the doctor doesn't get the first doctor doesn't get a lot of love because he's a cranky, cratchety old fucker, um, and. You know, and he's so many lost episodes and it's all in black and white. And he's an old dude that like, you know, that's not really the imagery anymore. And quite honestly, I think William Hartnell's the oldest doctor, actor we have for a doctor. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's just why I would like for him to at least get to the finals. You get to the finals, his death scene. He, he mm-hmm. gets to the finals with his death scene, right? Mm-mm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that's all great. <laughs> But I'm not changing my butt. <laughs> so we can do like a random. Uh... One being the Daleks, two being the 10th planet. Hey, Siri. 
Uh-huh. Pick a random number, one or two. Okay. I found this on the web for series pick a random number, one or two. Check it out. It's Wotan. It's coming through. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Minimum, maximum. Generate. You ready? Yeah. Drum roll, please. That's more of a purr, but whatever. You see that it says two. The tenth planet? All right. All right. I'm not mad at it. Okay, so the tenth planet is going to move to the finale. Honestly, they both had really yeah. good qualities. I picked the Daleks in like a spurt of the moment, and I used the fact that merchandise, the merchandising branding. angle was was a really strong point for you to take. No, absolutely, that definitely is where I'm feeling. Where like you have a point. Um, it's harder for me because I am so immersed mm-hmm. that. You know, I do see the Cyberman branding, but like mm-hmm. I would be an idiot to sit here and try to argue the fact that the Daleks don't take prime exam, like prime spot in villain branding. The world has spoken. You'd be going against the world. <laughs> I, you know, <laughs> like you're not wrong. It's just, it's just, especially because the Cybermen are so interesting to me in the in a similar kind of way. The Cybermen and Wotan to me are very similar. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be an interesting... And it's um, that goodbye. Mm-hmm. That goodbye is a pretty hard-hitting thing for me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. So for the second half of our final four... It's the War Machines <laughs> versus the Chase. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I swear to Jesus... If you all picked the wrong thing this time, I'm going to be pissed. (laughs) I might have a small temper tantrum. So, my bias out of the way. How did you feel about these episodes? How do we feel about these stories? When Um, we're looking at them competing against each other. Between the chase and the war machine, Wotan always picked. Wotan. Fucking Wotan. Because, I mean. Day. Or Day. Like the chase in terms of Wotan, they have the Daleks here. Like obviously that's that's yeah. powerful, but fucking Wotan, that's very that that is a that could be the near future. It was so much more realistic that it was sc- Yeah, it made it to where it was scarier. Like I think if we didn't do because like, I don't see Wotan like because he doesn't established have like time travel capabilities, mm-hmm. so I can't see him chasing the doctor through time and space like the Daleks did. Mm-hmm. But give me, I mean, look, the war machines took place in London, right? Mm-hmm. The Dalek invasion of earth took place in London. We'd mm-hmm. had two robots taking over London mm-hmm. and we picked the war machines, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know? So in the Dalek invasion Spoiler of earth alert. is like way better than the chase. Mm-hmm. Like if those two had been against each other, it would have been that a no brainer. Yeah. And so if the war machines beat over, the Dalek invasion of Earth, like how did like I don't even know how the chase is supposed to stand up to it, because like Morton Dill is great, mm-hmm. but Morton Dill can like lick Ben's boot, mm-hmm. and and Ben is like not. I won't go that far. That was about to be really rude. Uh, I was going to say something about Dodo, but Dodo was the worst in the War Machines. Um, but you know, like it was just the War Machines is one that I would watch the whole thing again. I'd watch that whole thing right now. I right. would not watch all of the chase. Nope. I would pick and choose bits. Basically, I watch whenever Morton Dill comes on my Instagram reels. And that's it. And that's better. I feel you. The Haunted House was also good. But I'd watch the whole thing out of the War Machines. Agreed. So uh, I think we know where we're going with this. I think we do. Um, I don't think Instagram matters. But let's find out what let's the Instagram... Find let's uh, find out what they said. Uh, they agreed with us. Nice. Yes. Thank you. Good job, Thank Instagram. You. It would have been super useful if y'all had picked one for the Tenth Planet and the Daleks, but I also feel like it drives home the point that I, you know, truly feel maybe even like it should have been the the Tenth Planet and the Daleks in the finals, kind of. I mean, yeah. Even though if we could have had a three way, 
<laughs> menage a trois, if we will. Uh, <laughs> honestly, you know, kick the chase out of there. It should have been the Space Museum. But the Tenth Planets, the Doctor, the Daleks, and the War Machines as our as like a top three is very, um, and I think very on. Uh, interesting for us because of all of these episodes historicals past stuff pseudo historicals um other stuff set in the future but with organic organisms we're sitting here with our top four all being robotic we -hmm. have the 10th planet with the cybermen the daleks and the chase with the daleks and the war machines with wotan we are all looking at machines taking over, um, Mm -hmm. which I think is really interesting that that's what we've narrowed it down to. Mm -hmm. With the final, final being the 10th planet in the war machines. All right. So I'm actually not going to give us any time to sit and think about it. Mm -hmm. Instagram is not weighing in on this. Mm -hmm. If this comes down to rock, paper, scissors, that's what it comes down to. Mm -hmm. So in one corner, ding, 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 ding. Representing Antarctica or someplace real fucking cold and a sister planet, we have the Cybermen for the 10th planet featuring Ben and Polly having a moment where the doctor seemingly, you know, dies or something. Something bad happens to Mm -hmm. him at the very end and it's iconic and cataclysmic. Mm -hmm. And in the War Machines, we also have a rampaging robot the doctor, but he is not dying this time. We still have Ben and Polly. Also interesting that we have Ben and Polly in both of these. And it makes me sad Vicky's not up here. I know. Smell no signs for Vicky. And we got rid of Dodo on the other end of that scale. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> so how do you feel about these two? Are you initially leaning one way or the other? Yeah. And I am only choosing this one because it has more of the iconic things happening in it. Wotan is great. I will forever love Wotan. But the 10th planet for me, because it's the Goodbye Doctor episode, because it's it's the introduction to the Cybermen, that's probably going to take my vote. Because it has two like monumental things happening. Wotan is Wotan. Polly and Ben are both Polly and Ben in both episodes, so that's not even going to dissuade me from, like, that's not even something that I'm going to take into consideration Mm -hmm. in the vote. But just off top, Ted Planet. This one, I feel like if I had somebody on, if I had the angel and the devil whole idea, but they're not the angel and the devil, they're just, like, two, like, normal-ass people, Mm -hmm. and I had somebody that was, like, Rah, 10th planet. And the other one, they're like, rah, war machines. I'd be like, no, you're both fucking right. Let's give everybody yeah. gold stars. Right. But we're not. But we're not. You gotta pick one. I have to pick one. I feel like when we're looking at like baddies for these stories, we have, so we have Wotan and the Cybermen, right? Mm-hmm. I actually feel like they're pretty comparable. Mm-hmm. Because the Cybermen, but the Cybermen are scarier because they used to be bioorganic. Mm-hmm. And Wotan was never like that. He was created. So it is a the difference of like both being the product of humans letting science run away with itself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, not controlling the situation and paying attention to their surroundings. Um, and so I think that's both really fucking scary. I do think the fact that the Cybermen used to be bioorganic edges it out. Because Wotan is something they got away from the scientists. And mm-hmm. like they're all fucking dumb. But like. The Cybermen, I can fucking see that happen. You know, it's mm-hmm. that whole thing. Like, I don't necessarily want uh, my phone inside my tooth because, like, what happens if Siri takes over my fucking brain? Right. Like, I don't, it's it's different if Siri takes over my life from this thing that's sitting on the table. It's another thing if she takes over me because of enhancements. Right. And and so that that's scary. Ben and Polly being the same. Well, Polly got taken over in the War Machines. She did, but I feel I still feel like her badass character still came out. Sure, it did, but in the Tenth Planet, she got to like be badass Polly, and in that really fucking cute fur jacket. That's true. Yeah, yeah, she got to be cute and badass, mm-hmm. and like she got that, but in the Tenth Planet, in the, the War Machines, but like for the most part, she had to be under that spell. Mm-hmm. 
which I remember detracting for me at the time. Mm-hmm. And and Ben really got to shine in the 10th planet as well. He kind of got to be that. There was that one time where he like backflipped over the railing and, mm-hmm. you know, he got to kind of be mm-hmm. a the action star that Ian and Steven wish they could have been. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So basically what I think I'm saying is... Um, I think we have our answer. (laughs) I think it's the 10th planet. What about you? Yeah, 10th planet. Jen. Mm -hmm. Jen. Jen. Because of the two, like I said, because for me it outweighs, essentially the villains are the same, but 10th planet, goodbye doctor, plus intro to to Tin Men, for sure. Jen, we're done with the first doctor because with that... We have decided that the first Doctor's neatest episode is the 10th planet. Take a drink. Whoa. Whoa. Cheers. Jen, did you ever... Did I think I was going to make it this far? No. Correct. Yeah. (laughs) Did you ever, did you ever actually imagine the first Doctor like coming to an end? Because I know that you knew that there were changes that were coming um, in like the fact that the character of the doctor actor of the doctor changes but did you ever think it was actually going to happen like did you just think that we were going to be doing this forever where it was just going to be this crazy uh, quaker oats doc brown guy no i knew his time was limited yeah. when he was old as shit so because yeah, he, yeah, he's definitely not alive anymore sorry yeah sorry all right but uh yeah no i was i was like okay we have biology <laughs> working against yep. you and there's going to be some shift Right, whether it's a new Dumbledore or mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. changing the character completely. Yeah. So I'm actually looking forward to having more of the pieces come together yeah. with the second Doctor. And now I ask you this every week: this that that Dumbledore reference is actually a good one. Do you think we're just Dumbledoring it? I've asked you every week just because as more time passes, I know this isn't some, I know that you're not quite like me where like I actually sit and think about Doctor Who in my spare time. Um, but has that bounced at all? Do you, so you have any like running headcanon? I don't know. I mean, if his species were called the Doctor and mm-hmm. it, like Doctor Who or whatever, if that was the name of his species, then I could definitely see just him getting replaced by other members Mm -hmm. of the same species. Mm -hmm. But if the Doctor Who is specific to this person in terms of... No, that doesn't make sense. It might. If Doctor Who is the name of the species then it would make sense to change. But if Doctor Who was the first Doctor and they just kept the name out of, like, reverence, I mean, they're both still different people. I don't know. This is, I mean, I could definitely see where, because of the fact that we don't know too much of his, like, his planet and where he comes from, Mm -hmm. it could be that this species just regenerates into a younger form. But we don't know. I don't know that because I haven't seen any of the other doctors. The only doctor I have really seen is, uh, and not like I've invested, Even but like just yeah. in, in passing, it, yeah. um, the the newest doctor that's gonna that's gonna join the show, the the actor that's gonna join the show. Uh, I see. I think there's a female doctor at one point, maybe, and then there's this other actor who was from The Crown that plays Prince Charles. Ha! <laughs> That's so fucking funny. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, I know... always forget that he's fucking Prince. He was Prince Philip. He was a Prince very Philip. good Prince Philip. 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 Yes, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Matt Smith, but that's all new his stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So that leads me to believe that it may be more species wise or a fluid. Like, like maybe uh, we just watched Bill like, Hartnell's Doctor die and we're about to like jump to somebody else. You know what it is? I think it might be kind of like uh, in, oh God, where was it? Not Planet of Giants. It was um, where the green fucking thing in the was in the cone looking thing and yep. it looked real ugly. Yep. Uh, what was and that? Vicky was like, you're not ugly. Yeah, you're just. That like, was in Galaxy was 4. Galaxy 4. There we go. Maybe it's something like that where like his essence is still alive and it just takes body takes a body like has a so host. He, like body hops. Maybe I don't know. 
I'm super into this. I might, we might start a section called uh, Jen's head cannon. It's just like, what does Jen think's happening? Maybe we'll do it like once a season, like at the end of every season where it's just like, what do you, what do you, what the fuck do you think is happening? Yeah. So for the first doctor, his best companion, because these are the only two things that really matter, right? Right. In the long run. His best companion was Queen Vicky, mm-hmm. which is the only reason why I'm okay with Queen Vicky not Making <laughs> finals is because I do know that she is Queen Vicky, best companion. You know, I still have a hard time with imagining many people. I mean, Polly might, uh, depending on her trajectory, right? Really coming up to Vicky's score. She's a good contender. Yeah, right now she's she's really impressive, especially because I don't remember her my first mm-hmm. watch through. And I've talked to other people where she's the difference in like watching it, like offhandedly, is like oh, you know, decent stuff. And then you watch it and you're like, why don't I fucking remember Vicky? Mm-hmm. So like Queen Vicky, I'm super glad she's there. Mm-hmm. And the neatest story, neatest of neat, the only thing that really matters is that the 10th planet is the neatest story for the first doctor. Mm-hmm. So the next time we get together, Jen will have a better idea of what the fuck is going on. <laughs> I'm excited. Because you will have officially watched the first episode of The Second Doctor. I'm excited. I'm excited. How excited are you? I mean, I'm really just more excited to see if I was right. <laughs> no, I, I, yeah, no. It's, it's why I kind of want to have, like, I wanted to know what your headcanon was, was because <laughs> at this point, like, who the fuck knows? Yeah, it could go anywhere. Yeah. Honestly. And with operating under the assumption that this is, that the doctor is a different species and he's from a different planet, mm-hmm. like all bets are off. All bets are off. You know, like I, I'm, I'm coming from it from a very earthly, humany, you know, perspective, but I don't know what's out there, you know? I'm so excited. I'm excited. Um, so the next, I, I'm so excited. I, there, there is some such, there are some iconic episodes coming up this season. Things awesome. that people definitely talk about. And they're only four episodes long. Thank God. Well, oh, for no. the most part. Fuck, y'all still didn't get it. <laughs> and Six. we're also going to be missing a lot of episodes. That's fine. You know, I, I'm fine. At this with point, the I think episodes. you're kind of getting into it. It's yeah. just the length. Yeah. And how slow it the moves The maximum sometimes. number we'll have is six. Okay. I can do that. Nope. I can Sorry, work. Sorry. No, seven. I can work with seven. Yeah. It's twelve. Not, never twelve again. Fuck no. No. Ten. You're crazy. Eight. We're pushing it. And we only have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven left in this season because we were already a bit through because of the first Doctor. Right. So the first episode we're going to watch... It's called The Power of the Daleks. The pa- Okay. Yeah, We're going right? strong. And this is just a little bit of a heads up, but I'm honestly super excited about the next episode, um, which is The Highlanders. Okay. Um, because of Out- Outlander? You know. <laughs> there may be some Outlander talk. There might be quite a bit of Outlander talk, actually, um, in The Highlanders. But yeah, I'm really excited coming up. This is going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. I'm super excited. New era. New era. Any last words? Any last comments? Anything else about the first doctor you need to get off your chest? Yeah. I feel like I've said it all yeah, at this point. Yeah. I've said it all. We've we've gone through the doctor. The first doctor and I have been on a journey. Okay. I feel like you were done about a thousand words back. Yeah. It's like being in a relationship. I woke up and chose to like him every day. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and it's only out of your and love not for me. Shows to yeah. like, yeah. more just like I chose to tolerate. Yeah, 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 yeah. So maybe that's not the perfect example of a relationship because then that's just—it's a really good example of a lot of relationships. Tolerate each yeah. other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you're in a relationship where you tolerate each other, then you probably should break up. But you know what? Go it's to your healthy. therapist. It's a, it's a healthy thing. <laughs> it's a healthy. You don't Go to your therapist. Yeah. Get other advice. I'm not a licensed therapist, nor do I want to be. And uh, yeah, there's a lot of material on that. And uh, you do there better. <laughs> I find a lot of comfort in being alone. So, you know. Yeah. yeah. To each their own. You may never know. Maybe living alone with your cat's the best thing for you. I don't have to uh, concede on what I put on television. Good little care. When I want to put on 15 hours of K dramas, I do it. 
Have I done that? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't give a shit. She just wants her bucks. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she does. Yeah, she definitely does. (laughs) Okay, so that's it for us for the first Doctor for this week, for this era of Doctor Who on the rocks. Mm -hmm. We Mm -hmm. are officially moving into... Numero dos. The second Doctor. With terrible hair. I mean, these men don't have good hair. Quaker Oats. Quaker Oats and Priest. priest. Yeah. Let's see what the third one brings. But if we got another like (laughs) fucking iconic, terribly bad hairdo. The the bowl cut. Do we get a bowl cut? That's essentially what the priest haircut is, isn't it? Eh, The priest. Actually, yeah. No, well, no. I guess because the bowl cut sometimes has more rooms for bangs. Mm. This one is just all around. Yeah. Actually, he does have a little bit of bangs and some sideburns. Yeah, yeah it's a bit of the Beatles. A it's a bit, bit of the Beatles bowl cut. Yeah, yeah. It's, it looks like a helmet. Yeah, you know, like the Beatles. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, we're getting a little bit. But like nominated. not as cool because, you know, he's not the Beatles. Right. But uh, People we're going to throw in their bras and But maybe he is. Maybe stage. maybe he's uh, secretly John Lennon and you have no idea. Where's Yoko, bitch? You don't know. Maybe she's right there. Where the fuck is Yoko? Yoko! Um, with that, bye. Bye. See you later. (laughs) Hey, y'all. It's Diana. Thank you so much for listening to the end of the episode. If you want to catch us for another dram, subscribe to get Doctor Who on the Rocks as soon as it's released. And if you think we're neat... Please rate and review on iTunes. It really helps us out a lot. You can also check us out at On The Rocks Pod, all underscored, on Instagram. Or if you have comments or concerns or even better, whiskey recommendations, please send them to MediaOnTheRocksPod at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. It really means a lot to us. We look forward to seeing y'all again in two weeks for the next episode and another glass of whiskey. See you next time.